Mike McGee is here. He's our senior tech correspondent when he's not busy being the director of programs for Code Now, transforming the underrepresented youth of today into the tech leaders of tomorrow. Michael, welcome back to the show. How are you? Oh, sorry. I should well, turn your microphone on. Actually, it's probably not a good idea. <laughs> uh, I'm constantly surprised about how every Tuesday the mic is actually on Still and it on. stays on. Still on. Yeah. Put uh, that on my resume. How was your weekend, sir? Uh, I can barely remember it. That's oh, not that's... a reflection on anything I did over the weekend. <laughs> it's just that I just have a very short-term memory. Um, it was solid. It's going to be warm this week. It is. It's already warm. It's, it's like 40-something. Oh, my God. Might as well be 70. I'm streaking through Navy Pier just singing Len Steal My Sunshine at the top of my lungs. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of <laughs> a lot of shorts. You know, when it gets over 38 degrees, you know, patio season's back. People yeah. really try to force it. And there's a guy named Patio Season who's always wearing shorts 365 days of the year. Yeah, if you don't have a patio season in your, like, iPhone or Android <laughs> contacts, then are you a true Chicagoan? I don't know that don't you know. are. Hey, uh, Mike, it's a, it's a banner day. Uh, it is? What's going on? Yeah. Well, 30 years ago, Beverly Hills 90210 was the hottest show on the air. Seinfeld premiered in 1989. So did Baywatch wow. and The Simpsons. And a little something called the World Wide Web burst onto the scene making things at the same time way easier and extraordinarily more difficult. <laughs> That's perfect. Nailed it. Nailed it. We wish a happy birthday to the World Wide Web today. The big 3-0. It's a, it's a saucy millennial. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the World Wide Web has gotten us all through some stuff. Would, would either of us have a job doing this thing that we do without the internet? I don't, well, I probably would. I'm on the radio. But... <laughs> <laughs> I would not have anything. Yeah, so yeah. let's talk about 30 years of WWWs. Yes, How let's did do we it. Get here? Sorry, I'm distracted. I'm playing the good old game uh, Quop. I don't know if you remember that <laughs> running game where you have to try to move the runner with the you know four you know Q W O P. Yeah, got five meters. That's pretty good. Usually it's like point zero two. Nice you job. Know, any, anyway, anyway, you know, Vocalo tweet out just. QWOP, and then people will find the magic that is know. that game. Yeah. If you don't know. You, if you, you are the yeah. same age as the internet, maybe you don't know. Now, yeah. Uh, but yeah, internet, 30 yeah. years. 30 it's years uh, it's, It feels like yesterday that we, you know, all had dial-up internet and, you know, ethernet cords, you know, stretching throughout the house uh, to get to our rooms. Mom, I'm on the computer! <laughs> get on the phone! Oh my God! Oh my God! Uh, you I'm know. chatting. I, I I'm on a Usenet board. Yeah. Do you remember your <laughs> Hotmail email address or your MSN.com oh or your goodness. you know whatever crazy email? I remember my first uh, AIM screen name. Hmm, I don't remember my first one, but my main one was Flashman Productions, which is my video uh, production <laughs> company of one. Uh, I actually got paid. I actually did some jobs in high school. Nice. Uh, you know, when you had the HD camcorder, that wasn't your phone. You yeah. Know, when you actually had to get a Sony camcorder. And uh, this isn't even yeah. just like 30 years ago. 30 years ago, it was like the Wild West. Uh, yeah. There was a, a man named Tim Berners-Lee. Now, sir, Tim Berners-Lee. Really? He's been knighted. For, th for this? For this, for the internet. Good for him. Yeah. He wanted a decentralized system of information management, and uh, he said that it signaled the birth of the World Wide Web 
Uh, Google's in on it. They did their special Google Doodle. Yeah, yeah. To commemorate. Uh, so I want people to know it's the World Wide Web is not the same as the Internet. It's, sure. it's it's different. Yeah, change you know change people's brains right now. Just blow them up. The World Wide Web is an online application that is built upon in- innovations like HTML, mm-hmm. URL addresses, and hypertext transfer protocol or HTTP. Uh, Google does not want you to get it twisted. www does not equal the internet. No, no. What are let's take a look at some uh, some highlights. Sure. From the thirty years. Of the World Wide Web, things we couldn't uh, do without. Yeah, I mean... What are some of your highlights? I mean, buying things online. You know, there was a time where, you know, you have to go, you know, to a physical location. You still do that. Most, uh, you know, people around the world, especially here in the United States, think only 12% of all purchases are made online. So still a majority of purchases are done in person or, you know by phone, but it represents billions of billions of dollars in uh, revenue each year. Amazon being one of the biggest companies in the world to do that. Started in the mid-90s just selling books. I remember, you know, there's a classic, you probably can Google it. Um, Google, also big thing. Yeah. The fact that you Google is like a verb for things when it's just a search engine. Uh, you know, shout out to all the past search engines uh, that aren't with us today. Oh. Ash Jeeves. You know, oh gosh! All those good things. So yeah, you, it used to be books, and the classic original Amazon homepage was you know over a million books. <laughs> and, and you're now, like, oh, that's so many. That's books. so many books. <laughs> and uh, you know, Jeff Bezos was personally you know going to the post office and yeah. sending those orders in. And now Amazon, you know, it teeters back and forth. But you know, the second company ever to go over a trillion dollars in in market value. So it's grown up a lot. eBay. Kind of one of the, my first forays into like, you know, online shopping and bidding for, you know, various products, whether it be video games or, you know, computer gear or camcorders or cards. Uh, eBay was one of the big kind of platforms, still huge, worth billions mm-hmm. of dollars. Uh, you got Reddit, you know, you have, you know, all these other crazy, you know, applications, you know, Napster and LimeWire in terms of the rise of I'm still you know, downloading pirating. some ICP songs from Napster right now that I started in yeah. 2001. Yeah, Napster has definitely evolved for various reasons. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Netflix, you know, the rise of streaming. You know, I think for me, you know, I still remember, you know, like I mentioned earlier about like, you know, running Ethernet cords from your you know, computer to your Xbox or PlayStation to play online for the first time. And now, you know, with the advent of wireless, you know, that, you know, freed up so many more devices to be on the internet at the same time. And then the rise of streaming, like the fact that a phone used to be a phone. Like, you know, when we were growing up, there was only one purpose for a phone. And that was to talk to people or to avoid people. Or, Uh, uh, you know, torture your younger siblings with like, just like, smacks with the phone cord yeah or actually <laughs> using it as a physical weapon um yes uh many still is very multifunctional back then uh but now your phone arguably you know one of the least important or least useful features of a smartphone now is the actual phone yeah like i actually get frustrated when i'm on my phone doing everything else and, and then someone calls, calls like, uh you know from some on unlisted number Stop calling uh, me. you know so now you can you know run businesses, you can file, you know, taxes, you can watch TV shows and movies, you can film, you know, movies. There's a movie that's on Netflix that was shot all on an iPhone. 
Um, High Flying Bird, great movie. Recommend you watch it. Uh, so there's a lot of things that have been created and a lot of things that platforms that have been built because of the World Wide Web and Internet and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Lots of folks online using the hashtag Web30 uh, or For the Web to tip their hats to the the opportunities that the World Wide Web has afforded them. Uh, former President Bill Clinton says, in 1994, I was proud to be part of the first presidential email exchange. He uh, ended up, the first presidential email exchange which was between Clinton and the Prime Minister of Sweden. And yeah, the, that's awesome, Bill. I'm glad you, I'm glad, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, I love email for various reasons. People use it wrong, but you know, it's still got time. But do. I, I don't want to be known for something cooler than that. Jason Evans, uh, who uh, is one of the founders of Wikipedia, posted a screenshot of how the Wikipedia homepage looks shortly after its launch, and it looks like something a child made, but at the time, it was, cool. it was pretty cool. He says, thank you. Uh, Craig Newmark says, in 1995, I started a simple mailing list, and the rest is history. Craigslist, yeah. kind of a big deal. Uh, we had... Folks uh, from uh, all parts of the world, uh, activists, uh, uh, environmental activists, saying that uh, them being able to crowdsource things really helped their causes, getting people to a place uh, in short order. The Space Jam website is still Still up, running. Still running. I wonder what they'll do for the, the remake of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just, it's amazing that this one idea, this one idea has changed the world as we know it. Yeah, it's more globally connected society, which has brought, as you mentioned, a lot of great innovations and, you know, has uh, improved uh, many people's lives and enabled many people to build businesses to start their, you know, create ideas and to allow them to flourish. On the flip side, it's also... A globally connected society, <laughs> which brings all the things that were normally dormant or at least isolated in our own physical communities to a, you know, connected platform. And that is, you know, uh, led to the rise of hacking and, uh, you know, toxic, uh, you know, behavior and discrimination and racism and sexism and all the other isms uh, <laughs> to a global, you know, scale and s spreading misinformation and all these, you know, things that have gone on, especially over the past four to, you know, you know, four to five years, uh, with on Facebook and Twitter and, you know, Reddit and 4chan and all these massive platforms. Uh, yeah, it's definitely um, a very exciting but also very dangerous place. And it's only 30. And this, this is all the, you know, innovation that's happened, you know, since 89 and really since the mid 90s to the early 2000s. So, you know, I think, you know, the Tim Berners-Lee, Sir Tim Berners-Lee uh, wrote a number of op-eds in various publications saying that, wow, it's amazing of all, you know, all these things that have happened over the past three decades. However, uh, it's still young and they're very serious issues, uh, you know, with the World Wide Web that we need to address. Mm -hmm. And if we, and I, and he believes that we still have time to address those issues, to, you know, continue having the internet be a place uh, where people have an equal shot uh, to, 
you know, connect with other people in a positive way to start businesses, to solve problems uh, in the, on this platform. So I share his, you know, hope and I share his, you know, positivity, but also, you know, want to contribute to making it a, a better place than it is now. That's why we keep you around for that last part. That, that, that's it? Oh. <laughs> on March 25th at 10 a.m., Local time mm-hmm. at Steve Jobs Theater in Cupertino, California. Apple is holding their next big old event. Yeah, Steve Jobs did so much. I'm glad someone finally named a theater after him to really <laughs> commemorate his amazing achievements over the you know past 25 years of the 20th century. He got a theater out he of it. He got a theater nice. out of it. All right. Uh, so let's talk about what's going to go down in Cupertino. Yeah. I'm sure everyone's iPhones will tell them exactly what the weather is like. On that day in Cupertino, but this is a the first time that Apple's used this venue for an event that does not include a big old iPhone announcement. What are they going to talk about then? Yeah, so Apple normally has a couple events, public events each year. Uh, in the springtime, it's generally you know new laptops, maybe a new iPad. There's rumors for this March 25th event to uh, reveal the next version of. AirPods, which have kind of taken over the the world, uh, just like the original kind of iPod, iPhone uh, earbuds did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, rumored that there'll be a next version of those. Uh, you know, there's the long-awaited wireless charging uh, pad that has not come out yet uh, after they announced it for two uh, two years ago. But the biggest thing is that Apple continues to make this shift towards services. Um, so. Basically, what that means is that Apple, for the long time, has been a kind of a hardware champion. You know, from iMacs to MacBooks to iPhones, iPods, uh, you know, iPads, uh, Apple Watches. Mm-hmm. You know, actually selling physical products. Now they're shifting, you know, a large portion, or hopefully they hope to be a large portion of their business to the services division. So Apple Music uh, is one major part of that. iCloud, you know, online storage. And now they are potentially unveiling two new uh, subscription services or t- offerings under the Apple services umbrella. So one is a potential Netflix for news subscription service uh, with a number of you know uh, top tier publications and newspapers. So essentially you'd pay or it would make the kind of Apple Music would become a larger services brand where you'd pay more than $9.99 a month, maybe $19.99 a month for unlimited articles and you know various uh news stories along with you know unlimited streaming uh music Mm. but then there's also possibility that apple might unveil a tv service which has been rumored in many different ways which is different than apple tv no so apple tv is the hardware another uh you know hardware product that you can buy and is becoming a kind of platform for these services so it wouldn't be a new they came out with a new apple tv i believe last year 4k uh, you know, uh, Apple TV, uh, and you already have a TV app on there that connects, you know, Hulu, Netflix, other types of streaming services, ESPN, Showtime. And so Apple might be coming out with their own original programming uh, that would only be, you know, available on, like, with an Apple subscription. So you can also have pay monthly on Apple Watches and iPhones. So Apple's really trying to build up this services platform with maybe a new news offering and a new original TV uh, content offering. So those are the two big things to look at. 
uh, look out for uh, for the March 25th event is Apple expanding its services uh, division uh, to get more people paying instead of a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars, you know, maybe once every two to three years, getting people to pay twenty, thirty dollars a month in perpetuity. Uh, if people need an app to help them with their taxes and you happen to be living that freelance life, I know that's a lot of you listening. Perhaps the app of the week is the just the thing. Let's talk about Truffle. Yeah. I don't understand the name exactly in terms I, of it, but do you do you have an idea of yeah, what it, it roots out uh, these savings like a pig would do when looking for truffles. Oh, the there like we go. Nose. See, there we go. I'm going to flip sides. No, you, you keep <laughs> doing your job. Uh, I'll just pop in from time to time. Uh, yeah, so Truffle is an uh, online uh, web application that helps uh, freelancers primarily, but you know anyone who has you know the opportunity for many personal deductions to find uh, savings for their taxes. Because obviously, if you are a freelancer, this is the favorite time of the year, you know, a time that all freelancers look, uh, you know, towards to really, you know, kind of encapsulate the experience of being a freelancer. You know, you don't hardly pay any taxes, maybe like 2% of all your earnings, you know, it's super easy. So why would you even need this? Eh, not <laughs> correct. Uh, it's a very nerve wracking and stressful time for freelancers. And a lot of freelancers might not have the, you know, the funds to pay, some, you know, CPA or fancy tax person to go through and itemize everything and find deductions. Uh, and that's even before you determine how much you got to spend or to pay. Uh, so Truffle is an app that will help you do that. It will connect uh, to all of your various accounts. You know, it'll go through your bank statements, credit cards, PayPal, whatever you use to charge or spend uh, Truffle will connect all those accounts and go through them. Uh, so instead of you going like through 12 months of transactions manually to find out what's business related, Ooh, what's I, personal. I got a shudder just thinking Yes, about I know that. this is a very triggering <laughs> segment. Uh, Truffle will help you find deductions and then uh, offer like a PDF or a CSV file um, that you can give to your CPA or if you're filing taxes yourself, um, you'll be able to uh, use this a very, you know, streamlined report to uh, enter your deductions in and hopefully save you money. Um, the app is available in a number of different plans. Kind of the kind of the one size fits all or kind of the medium option is a $39 one-time fee that'll allow you to connect to unlimited bank accounts, give you a preview of your 2018 tax savings. You can view deductions by category. You could export to Excel. Um, if you need a little bit more robust plan, there's a $139 annual plan uh, that'll give you 2018 tax savings, 2019 tax savings, preview quarterly tax stuff. So mm -hmm. if you really need to get into it, that might be the best one. But it seems like this $39 one-time fee uh, would be helpful uh, for most people. And uh, they'll give you a refund. Truffle will give you a refund if you don't find savings. So that's a cool little uh, note on the end. So they estimate that freelancers will find almost $13,000 of business deductions using Truffle. Um, but if you don't get those savings, then you can contact Truffle and they'll give you your money back. So seems like a cool thing for freelancers who have trouble uh, with their current kind of tax process and need some help. I think everybody could use a little help this time of year. 
uh, tax and otherwise. So thank you so much for telling us all about that. Let's save some money, Team Vocalo. That's going to do it.